Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy a boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Barry the Boater, Mike the Mariner, rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information uh, during the holiday gift-giving season. Uh, Merry Christmas to you. Hopefully you're not out uh, brazy, you know, uh, you know, working around the crowds and that kind of thing. You're just kicking back and enjoying your vessel like Mike the Mariner, who I can see on YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook Live today. He's just kicked back on the helm. The weather looks awesome. <laughs> Just sitting out on your vessel and uh, giving us a little uh, view of the of the dock that he's uh, anchored at right now. Uh, the the yeah. the dock the dock that he will not be at for very much longer. That's right. Just long enough to do the show, and then he's off. <laughs> uh, maybe not even that long, actually. No, we're so, we're not at home right now. We're we're actually in Crescent uh, City, Florida, at at a place called Renegades. Oh, about okay. 50, uh, 55 miles away. There you go. So uh, you're, you're, sit, you're sitting, sitting, at, the, sitting okay. at the dock by the bay. Mm-hmm. Dock by the bay. Sounds yeah. familiar. That, that's pretty catchy. Okay. That is dock of the bay. Could be yeah. something to that. I don't know. Yeah, we're, we're up here for a couple of days to enjoy the weather and some great music and food. Yeah. Have you already and, seen uh, uh, some boat lights for you know, like Christmas light boat parades yet? Is there anything going on mm, yet or no? Not yet. Uh, in mid-December. Um, there will be some boat parades uh, mm-hmm. in a couple of areas not far from where we are, and we might uh, participate in one of them. We're okay. thinking about going up to uh, Deland and participating in that one. All right, yeah, uh, as you should. You got the vessel; just got to throw a few lights on it, and uh, you'll be good to go. Otherwise, everyone's just kind of, I don't know, recovering from uh, Turkey Day, and uh, mm-hmm. we might we might be a little slow today because everybody's like you know kind of overloaded. I mean, look at Barry. I mean, how, how many turkeys did you eat, Barry? My my daughter made a Thanksgiving dinner, and yeah. it was fantastic. All right. Well, there you go. So, we, you know, we might fall asleep halfway through the show because it's just what well, turkey does to you. Well, that won't be because of the turkey. <laughs> oh. Well, here I had this excuse all planned, Barry, and you just blew it. Part of the content, you know, Barry. This Come is on, the man. crew oh, I have to work with. Well, oh, well. Well, you know, after Turkey Day comes uh, Black Friday and then Cyber Monday and and I came up with an idea to make a little bit of money since we haven't gotten a raise in 20 years. Yeah. Okay. So what what did you did you announce something yesterday for Black Friday? Uh, uh, like I, a- I was thinking I was thinking about it, and you know there was a lot of um, thumbs up uh, for the Halloween mask that I had made. So I came by up who? With I think I, I think I don't think it was a thumb that was raised from <laughs> uh, what I well, saw. It may not have been, but I have come up with a new product that I think is going to sell. It is the new wow. Greg. Look at that. <laughs> Gee, Greg Holt on a stick. And, what was um, he on when you took that picture? I, that, I'll tell you what. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You know, you look at YouTube and Facebook Live and Twitch. People right now are going, "Holy crap! What is happening?" Yes. The, so I think the for photo a, uh, realistic uh, representation of what you've created there is impressive. And I'll yeah, tell you what. For, Besides the googly eyes, that is a handsome man. 
Come on, no, admit those it. Those are your eyes. You know it. Um, Gee, for only four ninety five, uh, you can get this handmade and hand numbered. Four ninety five, really? Actually, I think four dollars ninety five cents. I think they'll sell for four ninety five, don't you? Greg um, on a stick. I I, I want to see those made into an actual uh, <laughs> ice cream bar. Oh, can, can you have that made like a, a Greg Holt ice cream bar? Where, I am Greg, yeah, your you know, first mate. Lick because, me. Be, because, you know, he's totally vanilla inside. <laughs> well, okay. yeah, you That's... have gumballs for eyeballs there. But I think, you know, they make you could make them into a fan. You could use them for target practice. Yeah. yeah but if yeah. we if we had a great if we had a Greg Holt ice cream bar, you could have a little monkey heart on the <laughs> stick <laughs> that you'd have to eat. And then you could get to the monkey heart. Yeah, and it tastes it, like what chocolate or something. Yeah, <laughs> the chocolatey middle of the monkey heart. Okay. So if anyone wants to send in ideas of other things that you could do with this, um, be more than uh, happy to find out. I say you post it in your front yard. It'll you keep ask. away the intruders. That's for sure. It'll be a, like a Could new be. security system. Wow. Yeah. I'm yeah. even yeah, creeped yeah. out by it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know what you did to the eyes, Barry, but that's just. <laughs> Yeah, Barry, you got to you got to do the backside. So when you flip it around, it's like Greg, but with a different look on his face. Well, that that's the other side of Greg. If if you look in the camera of Greg right now, it's uh-huh. pretty much the same color and everything. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, Barry, well, uh, way to make things very awkward. He's obviously <laughs> obsessed with me, and he's made me on a stick to I, I have, enhance I have to his holidays. Money, yeah. Yeah, I got to pay the bills. So you, so you expect to sell those, or you you're going to threaten uh, to? deliver them to you know bad little boys and girls unless they pay I, you money I figure people people are going to want to buy them and you know maybe they could show up at a concert or something all holding these signs okay all right well, uh barry is i've obviously lost it uh yeah. but that's okay it's the holidays he can get away with it probably drank too much eggnog or something there wow so right. uh <laughs> moving on mike mike now that you're you're up in transit are you looking for a new home for your uh for your boat no. Yeah, no, why would no he be? To, uh, what, what, what have you heard that I haven't? <laughs> yeah. San- Sanford officials dismayed by rough shape of marinas, docks, and facilities in the Orlando Sentinel this past week. Sanford Marina on Lake Monroe, considered one of the main draws in the city's downtown, has seen better days. <laughs> Most of the docks are in rough shape. The concrete is cracked and crumbling in areas, and the buildings used to store boats and house laundry facilities are outdated, states a recent inspection report contracted by Sanford and released this week, which means, you know what, Mike? The what? city is going to have to spend at least $2.3 million. Might as well double that. Let's make it an even five to immediately make much-needed repairs and replace old docks. Sanford officials decided not to renew the current decades-long lease with Monroe Harbor Marina, which means they're going to be looking for a new management company to oversee the marina operations, which means what? Prices go up. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But besides that, so what is the laundry facility now? Is it one of those old tubs with the squeegee thing, or did they just have rocks on the side? it's actually not bad. So so the the facilities are dated, um, but they're in you know, decent shape. The laundry rooms are fine. The bathrooms are okay. They need to be, they need to be renovated, but they're clean yeah. generally. Okay. Um, so basically and, it's a hole in the floor that you use. But the, the, and Wrong. not all the, do- and by the way, in that article, they, uh, in the Orlando Sentinel, they show uh-huh. a picture of some docks. Uh-huh. Those docks are not associated with our Marina. They are associated with, 
with an event center adjacent to the marina. Those docks are not uh, even part of the marina. Um, my dock is in fine shape. Uh, the electrical and, and, and the water system needs needs some work, but the docks are in great shape. Yeah, yeah but it's the, but the the fact of the matter is they're not renewing the lease with the current management company. They're going to search for a new one. They're going to look for someone who can raise the revenue so that the city doesn't have to pay for it, which means the costs are going to get passed on to us. Well, maybe. Sure. I mean, Use. do you feel that you got a pretty good deal going right now there, uh, Mike, where you are absolutely. or what? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's actually, you know, I, I believe it's uh, fairly priced. And, uh, yeah, would I, would I like to have some other amenities like a swimming pool and some other stuff that some other marinas have? Sure. But it's in a great location for what we're doing with the boat right now. Mm-hmm. Um, the value is good. It's, uh, it's just fine. It's the best hurricane hole in Florida. I mean, well, it's, it's a very protected area during hurricane season. Sure. So there's a lot of good things about the marina. Not all the docks are all in bad shape. Well, well how much check, would it check. have to go up for you to go like, okay, this is too much? I mean, if they had to increase it by 10, 20%, would you still think it's a pretty decent deal? Well, right now he, pay, he pays one chicken and a bushel of corn a month. I don't think that is accurate. <laughs> well, no, because here's the thing. In 1967... Sanford signed a 55-year lease oh, with a no. marina company to rent a portion of the land the city owns on Marina Island. I mean, uh, it's it's this has been a long this lease this 55-year lease <laughs> expires in May. Uh, well, they're time and, for an upgrade then. Uh, but uh, but I'm just wondering if they did upgrade some stuff, would you say okay? I would accept that if they did this, this, and this for like another twenty percent, and you still feel you had a pretty good deal there, Mike, or no? Yeah, yeah, I would. I, uh, sure, it, it, it's yeah. a great location, um, and it's a good value. Okay, well, see, we'll just have to see how it goes. I guess. I mean, but yeah, you know, you never want to hear that your rates are going to go up. But if they provide the well, services I'll, that make it, uh, you know, upgrade it, maybe it'll be worth it, Patrick. I don't know. Well, uh, here's the thing: the 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 uh, city officials and the management company that that, that signed this 55 year lease. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's insane. I mean that that is that is absolutely insane. They've uh, gone to the next world. They don't care. That's right. They don't. They're not even here anymore. So. <laughs> they they have long disagreed on who should be responsible for the major repairs, stating the lease was written more than half a century ago and does not detail specific maintenance of the property. He's so finding some kind of uh, Patrick's pleased with this. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers, listen up. From their high-impact NK seven resin to their exclusive power claw latches nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear plus nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market the company has been around for over 15 years but it's new to the u.s so we've made a small number of nano cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scuba radio.com go there now and check out nanook the evolution of protection 
an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department led by his ex-girlfriend and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast beat it turkey i'm in the middle of some thanksgiving turkey time turkey time turkey time turkey time This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate. Captain Patrick, Barry the Boater, Mike the Mariner. Turkey time was, um, I don't know, it was uh, Thursday. And uh, I think the squatting part might have been happening today. Uh, Barry has that kind of look on his face. Or it could be the cardboard cutout he created of me. I'm not sure. But I uh, love that one. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Not not that. Uh, I love the song. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, what else do we have to navigate through other than uh, Mike well, the Mariner's possible uh, increase in costs at his home marina? Well, we do, do want to hit on this. So uh, Monroe Marina Harbor, uh, the management company, pays Sanford two and a half percent of its gross revenues after the first one hundred thousand dollars it earns annually yeah according to the lease agreement mm-hmm. the city estimates <laughs> it will receive about twenty three thousand dollars at the end of this year from the company mm. other marinas in florida of similar size and with lease agreements hand their local governments more than one hundred thousand dollars a year Oops. on average mm. so what what that tells me is costs are going to go up by seventy five percent at well, least. We well, we will that, see. That, calculating that, that's about a million dollars in revenue. If they're only getting two point, you said five percent or two point. They, they they Stanford gets two point five percent right after the first one hundred thousand one hundred thousand right. that that the marina earns annually. So the marina is earning about a million one hundred thousand so, annually. So the city city estimates that it will receive twenty three thousand dollars at the end of this year from the management company. Mm. Other marinas in Florida, similar size, uh, hand the local government more than one hundred thousand dollars a year. Mm. Yeah, and the crazy thing about this lease, this fifty five year lease, is they have an option to renew it for another 45 years. 
<laughs> what? Who does the city or the the lease holders? The the the, the, le- the lease has the option to renew the agreement for another forty five years. Well, no, no. Who, who do they? Do both parties have to it, agree? Or I, I would imagine I would imagine they would both have to agree. But they you know they did write that into the. <laughs> lease agreement back in 1967 well that, that's pretty why are you laughing patrick <laughs> because it's that's insane that's insane nobody hands out a 55-year lease with an option for another 45 years that's 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 ridiculous that's 100 years Sanford was a different place back then. Exactly. Yeah, I know. There was one was, cow. Was, there was, was one was, cow and one stoplight. Right. No Disney. No. Uh, no nothing in that area. Mm. Well, oh. I mean, it, it's it's a thing. They'll have to negotiate, I guess. Figure out if they're going to, you know, work it well, out. It, if they wanted to get a hundred thousand dollars a year from them, then they'd have to increase the rent by three million three hundred forty-seven thousand eight hundred twenty-six dollars. Over Which the million that they may make not go over well with people like Mike the Mariner. So you know, there's there's going to be two sides to this negotiation. I mean, the uh, city's going to want. Nego- I th- I think they're dumping this company and they're going to do a search for another company to come in and manage it, and a company that's going to have a financial plan because what they're looking at is, you know, uh, they thought it was a good lease agreement, you know, when it was signed 55 years ago, um, and they got a partner in developing the marina, but the last 20 or 30 years. Improvements haven't been made. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the area's fallen into, and that area, I, I'll say, in the last uh, what do you say, Mike, fifteen years, it has really come to life. That downtown Sanford, Sanford district, yeah, Sanford has really, really uh, turned a corner and really become a great, great little venue town. Yeah, and uh, and and I and and that's why we love it so much. It's it's just a great place for us to spend our weekends and and spend our our, our time relaxing um but i'll say this you know there are other marinas in the area up and down this river that are in worse shape than than monroe harbor yeah but um, they're but they're not in the heart of downtown sanford and it's kind of that that area i mean i, I going back when mm-hmm. i would frequent that area and go to wolfie's you know out yeah. on the point and all that um uh, because that was kind of it, it sanford wasn't what it is now it was kind of this hidden away place and you know if you if you knew about wolfies and all that yeah it it was it was worth the drive going out there kind of like going to blackwater inn you know if you if you know where it's at yeah it's worth the drive to get up there otherwise you're probably not up in that area to begin with right but i I mean i i the marina i left uh previously to go it, when I moved to Monroe Harbor, Marina was in far worse condition than Monroe Harbor. I mean, exponentially worse. Hmm. Well, are you are, are you familiar with the dry stack building they've got there? Yes. So they 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 say it's about eighty five percent full, um, and the management company says it doesn't make sense to build a larger building to store bigger boats, as the city officials suggest and want. And this, this guy from the management company, I'm not going to say his name, he says, we're in Central Florida and we're on a lake that is not used by bigger boats. Most of the boats are smaller and there's not a demand. I disagree. Would you disagree with that? Um, I, I mean, for, you mean high and dry, uh, dry stack? Correct. Uh, there's, there, there, well, and right now, the, the way the markets have uh, changed in, and boating, I'm watching a boat come in very fast right now. Hmm. Um, 
I, I would say that uh, any expansion of a dry stack would, would yield additional revenue for sure. Um, yeah, and, they, and it should be able to take bigger boats. I mean, boats, people are putting bigger and bigger boats. I mean, Lake Monroe is not a small lake. You know, I mean, and being able to transit the whole waterway, go all the way up to the port of Jacksonville. I mean, you've got some, well, I mean, you've got that riverboat out there, number one. Um, So, I mean, yeah, there's a 72 foot Italian uh, major yacht on B dock in my marina. Wow. I mean, yeah, you can. You can take a very, very large vessel. Yeah. So, Patrick, what, navigable all the way to four fifteen. You're saying if they build it, they will come. More of these bigger I, vessels I, will come. I, I think if they if they built once they open it up and they're able to dry stack larger boats, mm-hmm. you're going to find one of the things Mike pointed out was the the ability to get your boat inland, especially uh, when a hurricane's approaching and maybe you're out on the coast and you have the ability to trailer it, or even if you've got to run it down the St. Johns by water. You can make it in. They can put it in dry stack. Uh, certainly, once you create that facility and you're able to stack larger boats, uh, I'm talking about boats with a larger beam, 14 feet maybe, uh, and uh, overall in length, maybe you're moving up into the 40-foot the range because you got center consoles now. There's pe- there's nothing. Uh, a triple engine you know, 38-foot center console. With- I think we found a new management company for uh, Mike the Mariner's uh, marina. It'd be uh, Captain Patrick. Is that just me? I don't know. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate. That is me along with uh, Barry the Boater, Captain Patrick, Mike the Mariner. All right, so I don't know. Patrick may have found a, a new career or an extra job he could pick up as the management company for the marina in Sanford. He has all these great ideas. He could rake in the big bucks. He knows what they need. I think uh, we got a fairly good candidate for them to consider. Mike the Mariner, back me up. Would you give him your vote if uh, Patrick came well, in there and re renovated the place for you well he wants to raise my rent what's oh, up with that man? yeah, <laughs> yeah but he's gonna offer hot dogs on the weekends oh he hey, is. hey hey there hey there one per, hey there one percenter with the mega yacht yeah. uh, i i think you i think you can afford an extra 400 bucks a month <laughs> okay well with that kind of attitude uh he well, will so not get the, the job i'm thinking it's but. the uh captain patrick dry dock and hot dog stand hmm interesting okay free, well. a free hot dog with every boat rental yeah. There you go. All right. Fair enough. All right. So uh, we've covered that enough. We'll see yeah. where that evolves. What else we got today? There, so talk, talking about boat rentals, you know, there's been a big movement uh, the last few years with uh, people kind of doing a, an Airbnb with their with their boats. And something that uh, if you are so inclined uh, to do this, and let's say you in the last couple of years you bought a new boat, um, that if you're getting involved with one of these companies that you know list your boat for you and it becomes kind of part of a uh a boat share program you know and they're like you can make money by letting other people use your boat be aware that the boat manufacturer uh the engine manufacturer um and if you have an extended warranty uh on that new boat uh, that may not be covered 
um, if you are using the boat. They may consider that that you're using it for commercial purposes. Commercial purpose. Yeah. So yeah. you you want to be you want to you want to make sure that if you are so inclined to take advantage of one of these uh, companies and you're going to do that with your boat because I want the boat to pay for itself and I'm only using it one weekend a month. Fractional sure, ownership. Yeah. Timeshare yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, kind of. But, you know, if it's a, you can make money with your boat, be aware they're going to consider it to be a commercial enterprise and your warranty is probably going to be null and void. Hmm. Well, that's good to know. And uh, we'll... Uh all that over and maybe talk more about it next stay close to the world of boating you're listening to the world of boating radio network here you go man merry christmas What's the matter with him? The jingle bells got him. They're jingling all the way. Look at that. What's funny is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Look at that. Jingle, jingle bells. Jingle all the way. Oh, what's funny is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. This is the world of boating. Greg, your first mate. Captain Patrick, Barry the boater. Mike the mariner rounding out the crew. All right. So uh, if you want to get a new boat, awesome. Just in time for Christmas. Uh, but if you want to do that, you know, fractional ownership thing, that may be an option to consider. But uh, Patrick just pointed out, like, hey, look, you better check with your manufacturer. Make sure if you do uh, purchase a boat, plan to share it with other owners, that uh, you may be voiding your warranty depending on which manufacturer you're dealing with. I, mean, I would imagine there's ways to work around that, isn't there, Patrick? Or No. Not no. at all. <laughs> not not. I guess the only way that you could work around it is if you went and bought a uh, third party warranty that would cover you know the boat since it's being used for commercial purposes. Plus, you have to look at your insurance requirements and make sure that you have the proper insurance for your boat because again, uh, it's part of a fractional ownership. And you know, uh, Joe takes your boat out. And runs it up on, you know, tries to cut across the uh, the uh, inlet and, you know, runs it up on the jetty. Um, your insurance company is going to be like, yeah, we're not covering that. Yeah, well, um, they do do this a lot in the aviation world with aircraft. And, and one of the things I know they do, like if you do it yourself, what you technically do, say if you had like four people and you're going to share the ownership of the airplane or in this case, a boat, you would set up like an LLC or some kind of corporate uh, group ownership of it that the four of you share and sure. uh, that kind of thing. And then you you know take care of the insurance and all that element. But I don't know about the warranty thing. I guess that's a different, different thing. What do you, well, Mike the Mariner, what do you say? Do you know anything about that, Mike? Well, most, Go ahead. Well, yeah. So we were talking about Airbnb. Can you hear me? Yeah, we, we were, got you. We were talking about Airbnb. Airbnb earlier. Okay, mm-hmm. we were talking about Airbnb earlier. That's a little different, and and I've we've looked into that. We were taking a couple of trips and and looking into Airbnb, you know, staying with Airbnb on a boat. Right. Um. There, there's a. I have friends that are that own a houseboat that that uh, um, use it with Airbnb uh, for guests, and they don't let anybody drive the boat. The boat mm-hmm. stays at the marina. It's just a boat sleepover experience for whoever's. 
Coming right. To, okay. To, yeah. To the marina accommodations. And most Got of the it. people that and most of the people that are doing that, uh, most of the boats we looked at when we were we were talking about going up to uh, St. Augustine for a weekend and staying on one, um, they're older boats. They're not new. Um, so the, the warranty issue really isn't there, but the insurance issue really is. Right. But uh, again, that these weren't boats that uh, we were going to be allowed to drive anywhere. It was just staying in the marina. Makes sense, Patrick. What say yeah. you? Well, it, your your example of you know forming an LLC that's a workaround, you know, because then it's registered to a corporation. corporation a corporation right. owns it. Mm-hmm. So you know that is a but. There are, there are people out there that, you know, with the, uh, the Airbnb or the boat version of Airbnb that, you know, they, you know, we're really not using the boat as much. I mean, this is an afterthought, you know, they've had it for a year. They're not using it as much. Let's make some money off of it. And they go into that. And then you find out that, you know, the boat manufacturer, uh, maybe there's a particular individual whose name rhymes with hat trick who maybe had a customer who was doing this and did a little, you know, Facebook is a wonderful thing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, You can find out all kinds of stuff. And I found that this particular customer, um, was using their boat as part of a fractional ownership and it voided not only our warranty, it voided the engine manufacturer's warranty, it voided the extended warranty. And it pretty much, I mean, it boat manufacturer would be like, you know, our warranty is our warranty, you know, and you, you, it's not set up for this. We specifically say, you know, cannot be used for commercial purposes and you're using it for commercial purposes. Uh, so it's something to be aware of that just do your homework. And before you enter into something like that, make sure that you're covered. Uh, Mike had bought up in our pre-show meeting, uh, a story about, uh, these two, uh, yacht delivery captains that were moving a customer's boat and, uh, actually engaged in a hit and run on the water. And I'm not laughing. It's just, it's, it's uh, how, how you manage to hit a sailboat and then go away you know, um, and not even stop and render aid. The question came up is, you know, who is liable for the damage to the sailboat? You know, is it the delivery captains or is it the owner of the boat and his insurance company? And if you are hiring a uh, boat transport company, in this case, maybe a delivery captain, and they're going to move your boat for you, make sure that they are properly insured in case something like that uh, occurs to where you're well, not left co- on the hook. Yeah, and there's a couple of issues there. One, no, no matter what the liability is with the owner of the vessel, they they conducted some actions that broke the law. They hit, oh, yeah. a, boat, they hit a boat and they left the scene and they did not render uh, assistance to clearly the three people on the sailboat um, that they hit, that, you know, that their boat hit. So that they are, they have a whole range of legal uh, and uh, potential criminal um, liability there that has nothing to do with insurance. Oh yeah, well I mean, no, if they are truly licensed merchant mariners, you know, the, it, you wind up going to maritime court is where course where a case will be heard, and the catch-all is. Uh, guilty of gross negligence that 
that is something that I was taught. Uh, it was gone over in detail when I was pursuing getting my Merchant Mariner credential that the court of law, civilian court, is one thing. Maritime court, completely different. Rules of evidence, so on and so forth. And, you know, if you're engaged in that business, you need to make sure that you are, you know, properly uh, insured and set up in case something like that happens. Um, Hopefully that wouldn't, but, you know, there are things that happen out on the water. You're in transit with a boat and a a bilge pump fails, a, 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 a transmission fails, something happens. And, you know, the owner of the boat is like, well, you're paying for that, right? And you're like, no, I'm just running your boat. Well, obviously, you did something wrong with it. The transmission was fine. You know, so you need to make sure that you're covered. Otherwise, you're taking a bath financially. Yeah, well, I think uh, in this particular instance, there's two different ways to look at this fractional ownership situation that kind of applies to this. Because, of course, if you buy the boat and then you just put it up on Facebook and offer it up uh, like an Airbnb type of situation, that's one thing. And you're opening yourself up to big time liability. But there's management companies that do this. And they take care of the ma- maintenance. They take care of the warranty. They take care of the insurance. They're out there. You can do that, but you just got to go to a reputable uh, business that has a track record. And it's basically a, a, a you know a boat ownership management company, right, Patrick? Well, fraction, fractional ownership is is owning a piece of the boat. Well, either way, but you're setting well, it up it as a- like a timeshare kind of thing. There are companies that do that that are basically yeah. management companies. Right. But what he's talking about is someone's just taking their boat and then putting it, as you said, on Facebook or something. Right. And just that, that's too, I, it I, I think that, that yeah. is uh, a big... That is different. Yeah, that's, that's a, a big problem. If you're going to do it, go through a management company and make sure you know, you're covered and all those other bases are taken care of, whether it's insurance, liability, warranty, and all that kind of stuff. That's what they're there for. But if you try to go do it on your own, you may think, oh, I'll save a bunch of money and just do it on my own. You're opening yourself up uh, or opening that can of worms that could uh, expose you to some serious problems down the road. I think that's yeah, what not, you're saying, right, Patrick? Uh, kind of, sort of, but yeah. not really. Um, <laughs> what, the other thing to think about is, I mean, you you open your boat up, you know, to uh, fractional ownership, and you know, uh, Bob takes your takes the boat out, and you know, has a really bad day out on the water, and smacks the the heck out of it coming into the dock, right? And he's like, "Well, don't know what happened." And then it's like, "Okay, who's paying for this? Well, I'm not paying for it." Well, you know, but if the management company, if you've done it, set it up through a management company, they have to make sure the, the other person that's using <laughs> your vessel is covered or they have an insurance policy to kind of handle the rental side of these things. Because yeah. well, what do I mean? Again, yeah. you know, it, but it, fractional ownership is not the same as rental. If you if you buy into these uh what these vacation homes where everyone, you know, it's a hundred thousand dollar timeshare, yeah timeshare and everyone put ten thousand dollars into it they're all liable for the operating expenses and they all uh divvy up the income at the end of the year that's mm-hmm. what you're talking about uh, now, let, let, let me just i'm not going to mention the the fractional ownership company right. but there's one that's on the southwest coast of florida yeah and they allow i own this boat you're going to take it over for me, and then they sell shares in the boat to their customers. Yep, they manage right. it for you. All right, more coming up on The World of Boating. Stay close. You're listening to The World of Boating Radio Network. 
Do you have a message or product you need to share with the boating world? Well, look no further than the World of Boating Radio Show. Just like you, thousands of boating enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to worldofboating.com, send us an email, and let's get to work to make your marketing message matter. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spiderwebbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers listen up from their high-impact NK resin to their exclusive power claw latches, Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast what do you get the person who has everything already huh i can only think of one thing a friggin yacht So we can have parties on there? Well, it's going to be kind of hard to do that after I do this. saw three ships come sailing in on Christmas Day, on Christmas Day. I saw three ships come sailing in on Christmas Day in the morning. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate. That is me along with Barry the Boater, Captain Patrick, Mike the Mariner. During this holiday weekend, hopefully you're getting all the uh, gifts you need to get or you've already got them. Because uh, if you have it, they're probably going to be sitting out on a on a boat. Off the coast of California and won't get delivered till far after the first of the year. So uh, maybe you're working ahead or you're just skipping it all together. Whatever works for you. Get a boat, fractional ownership, whatever the case may be. I mean, uh, you know, I mean, honestly, I mean, Patrick, you sound like you're real down on the idea. But I, I think uh, that a lot that, that is a great solution for a lot of folks, especially in the sailboat world, which I think is who you were alluding to earlier with that company that... Uh, does the fractional ownership thing off the West Coast of Florida and around the world. Am I right or no? 
You're wrong. Yeah, it's not the company you're thinking of. The moorings. Well, you can say the moorings. That's a, they it, do it, that. It, it is not. That is not the company. But but they a lot of in the sailboat world. When you get into these bigger yachts, they do a lot of that kind of thing. It's a very popular way to get into boating and not have to have all the ownership headaches. Okay, if if you if you're going to do something like that, then you, it, if you want to get into boating, you're not sure what kind of boat really fits your lifestyle. Yeah, then you you go and you invest uh, some money in joining like Freedom Boat Club, and you get use of multiple different types of boats. And if you mm-hmm. may decide to make the jump to where I'm going to buy my own, at least you've had a chance to go out and try a bunch of different ones. You know, it'd be like if I was interested in, you know, buying a new pickup truck, it'd be great to have like a, a pickup truck club where I could or go a and lease. I could drive. You could I just could get drive. a lease for a no, while where, and where try I could it. go and I could go drive a bunch of different pickup trucks. I could drive, you know, new Ford F-150 Lightning. I could drive a Silverado. I could drive mm-hmm. a, a Dodge Ram. Mm-hmm. I would never do- drive a Honda Ridgeline because they would never offer those as Run! a pickup rental. Because <laughs> it, it really, really kind of falls into the the sport utility category, I think. So you would point. want a Hyundai Santa Cruz. You're one of those kind uh, of people. No, yeah, no, 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 no. Okay. But uh, speaking of GM and automotive uh, stuff, uh, GM announced that they have acquired a 25 percent stake in Pure Watercraft, a Seattle-based e-propulsion outfit. And they've acquired this 25% stake for $150 million. Bargain. Mm. Yeah. Uh, GM said in a statement, the company is committed to investing $35 billion, with a B, in electric and autonomous vehicle technology over the next four years. And the deal with Pure Watercraft reflects its own mission to take a holistic approach necessary for widespread EV adoption. Uh, I'm not sure about the holistic approach, but uh, nice to see that they're uh, jumping on board, if you will, with uh, electric propulsion. Uh, GM getting involved with that. That's a pretty, uh, uh, pretty notable in the marine industry that they're making that jump. Let me ask you guys something. Um, Barry and Mike as boat owners uh, and uh, and Greg, Greg as an as, enthusiast. Gr- yeah, go Greg ahead. as a as I want to be. Uh, how long would you be? willing to wait to have your boat repaired what what's the what's the longest amount of time well it depend well, it depends on the on job yeah uh let's say tune up a tune-up or something like that the, the average uh, maintenance okay uh I, yeah, I don't know. So, so i typically have to schedule uh annuals and things like that about a month month and a half out yeah get on a schedule for scheduled work um myself and some others uh, that I'm friends with have had some challenges getting emergency repairs done. Um, you know, the Marine mechanic industry is going gangbusters. If, if you're a tradesman, you're making tons of money. Inclined, you're not, uh, you, you can, you can make a lot of money. You're not starving for work. Right that's now. for sure. Well, yeah. Oh, here's the thing. This, the Sarasota couple, they, they bought this boat and they needed to get some maintenance work done. And the boat repair facility kept finding stuff wrong. You know, uh, they're working on the engine. Then they find that the, the, the transom is compromised. Three years. Three years? <laughs> Three years. <laughs> uh, they have been without their boat. Now, I've got a couple things that I found a little uh, fishy, no pun intended, with this story. 
the the gentleman involved, uh, name of Mr. Johnny Smalls. The mechanic um, you're talking about. No, this is this is the guy who owns the boat. Oh, okay. Um, it's it, this, this of a movie that name. This this is the actual quote from the story. I built boats for thirty years, and I had two boats, and never put one in the water. So that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to go out, me and my brothers, fish and have a good time. Mm-hmm. So this guy built boats for thirty years. Um, bought this boat, and it's got. You know, listen, replacing a transom might be out of the realm of uh, a lot of people, but it's really not that bad once you get the engine out, you know, the transom assembly out. But it shouldn't take three years. Is that what you're trying Uh, to get to? Yeah, they're they're (laughs) $8,500 later. And they're because this, this repair shop is like, hey, we got we got this, you got this, you got this, and now their bill is eighty five hundred bucks. But that's and, over uh, three years. That's not that bad yeah, over yeah, three years. Yeah, but it does it doesn't make sense. These guys had background in boating for such a long time, yet they bought a boat and they had no idea it had all these. Ah, uh, some sounds kind of fishy to me. I'm with that's you there, what Patrick. I said. Yeah, right. Exactly. All right. Well, on that note, we'll wrap it up for this week. Till next time. Remember, whether it is sail or motor. Life is better as a boater. Safe boating, everyone. Barnacle bitten swab. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at worldofboating.com. <gasps> Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN, ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the world of boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.